Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's Rob Riles, as always, welcoming you along. And if it it is your first time with us on Leader Manager Coach, uh, especially warm welcome. I hope you find everything that you want on the podcast and also on the associated app, which is uh, available, the Leader Manager Coach app, which if if you want to download it, you'll find an absolute plethora of inspirational and educational and associated items on there to do with topics of leading, managing and coaching. And we've also got some excellent high quality educational resources to to complement our flagship, the uh, Leader Manager Coach podcast. Now on today's particular episode, um, we're going to talk about maybe one or two subjects, touch on a couple of subjects that again we've touched on before. A lot of these things are interrelated and this is all about personal development for you and to enable you to help the people in your own organization, your players, your staff, maybe your family, your teammates, and but certainly yourself along on the journey. And I heard this, in fact, I read this and it struck a chord with me. And uh, as you probably see in the title of the podcast episode is Throwing Pebbles into the Grand Canyon. And when I came across that and saw that, it struck a chord with me immediately. And it's a it's a striking visual image, isn't it? Uh, I'm not one of those people who has been to the Grand Canyon. I have a vision of it. And um, I believe it's, you know, astronomically more powerful as many things are when you're actually there. But um, I'm sure that you can all envisage the Grand Canyon this great chasm um, that exists in the United States of America that's famed for its depth, where you can, I believe, get such things as helicopter rides through the Grand Canyon as well as walking around the the area of natural beauty. But the subject we're talking about today on leader, manager, coach is throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon. And I will give the credit to this uh, particular um, analogy, if you like, to Eknathi Eswaran. And um, we have a series of podcasts and uh, a series of works on Eknath. And one of the things he talked about was throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon. And why is it so so worthy of doing a podcast episode on? Well, let's say that you're standing there. So here you are as a human being and you've invested the time and the money and whatever it else is to go and visit the Grand Canyon and you're standing there on the edge, if there is such a thing, of this vast chasm. And please excuse my ignorance of the geography of the area. I do not know how wide it is. I don't know how deep it is. It is just something that I want to use as an analogy and I want to talk around it because I believe it has immense value and you can pass it on. And there you are visualizing it standing on the edge of this Grand Canyon. And in your hands, you have a small pebble 
that you can fit into the palm of your hand. And imagine if you just tossed that pebble, you know, obviously making sure there's nobody beneath you climbing up, but you toss, let's just use it as an analogy, you toss that pebble into the Grand Canyon. And with the vastness of the geographical area and the chasm beneath, as it falls those thousands of feet down to the bottom of the canyon, and it would probably make an almost imperceptible difference to the volume of space that existed within that canyon. But that canyon would be smaller than it was before you threw your rock or pebble into it. And what Eknath Iaswaran was referring to, or is referring to, and I think is such a great analogy, is that in our lives, whether it's our jobs, our professions, or our callings. And you know, as a youth footballer, you want to make it to the, to the top. You want to get a youth contract. Or as a coach, you want to achieve your next license, your A license, your pro license. You want to achieve your next job. You want to get to helping a team of people to achieve a particular goal. Or whatever it is in your wish list, your to-do list, your achievement list, the things, the thing that floats your boat, whatever your project is, let's imagine it and let's replace it with the analogy that it's filling up the Grand Canyon. And you look at it and how many times have you, when you first think of what it is that you want to achieve, what it is you want to do, and you look at the people who've already achieved it, who've done it, who are there, how small do you feel or have you ever felt where you you yourself feel really small? Somebody once said it's like an imposter syndrome where you actually don't believe that you deserve to be in the same company as the people who've already achieved it. And maybe at a certain time, there's genuine humility in accepting the fact that, you know, you haven't yet done the time, you haven't served the time, you haven't yet put enough hours in. You haven't had the time to dedicate towards it. You're still on the path, as we all are. But I'm talking about the thing that stares you in the face when you see that enormous chasm in front of you and you think, wow, I have got something to do here. And so you get up this first day and you do whatever it is you have to do towards your journey, whether it's you get on your mat and you do home and you do your you do your exercise or you go into the gym and you do your exercise or you get out onto the pitch or you get your book out and you study and you do your first page and you write your first note or you step out into the changing out of the changing areas and you get onto the astroturf and you take your first session or you whatever it is you do on your coaching in your management you lead your team for the first time you you go on a course you come off it you put the information into practice whatever it is you do you make your first speech you know what I'm talking about that is your first pebble into the Grand Canyon. And it may not seem like very much, but what you've done is you've created some momentum. You've started a process. And then you're full of enthusiasm, like George Leonard talks about in his book, the great book, Mastery, which again, we talk about on the podcast. And but you've really made little impression, but you've made some impression. And then what do you have to do then? Well, you can look into the Grand Canyon and wonder how much you've got to do. It doesn't really look any different. So you get up the next day and you throw another pebble in. 
maybe another book, maybe another page, maybe another paragraph, it may be another training session, it may be another few repetitions, whatever it is that you do in your practice that gets you towards your own mastery, your own goal, your own achievement. And then you go out again the day after and you do the same thing again and you throw another pebble. And this time, you, so you've thrown three pebbles in and it doesn't really look a great deal. So what you've got to do is you've got to keep throwing those pebbles in. And there's a couple of bystanders who walk past and they say to themselves, there's two people, they walk past you and you hear them muttering to themselves and they're thinking, what's he trying to do? If he thinks he's going to make an impression on this canyon, just throwing pebbles in, well, can't see it. Can't see that happening. And um, how many people in their life have had naysayers and doomsayers? And often, maybe they are the people who are closest to you, who even stand with you and say, hey, can I give you a little bit of advice? Can I help you? I don't really think you should be doing that. Um, it's not for you. Um, you'll never make it. It won't work, etc., etc., etc. Ring any bells? Good. Well, if you've had a few of those in your life, it probably means you're possibly on the right path because if you are doing something out of the ordinary, the vast majority of people will not be doing it. They, they certainly won't be understanding what you do because sometimes we, we fall for that, that need to be understood um, as a human, a human trait and a characteristic and a psychological aspect. We, we relish being understood. It's great when you feel understood. It feels better. You feel underlined. You feel supported. And if you can find one person who will support you, then you know you've done well. And um, that's often all we need. And, you know, you don't need everybody to support you. you know, what happens is once you start to get the success, strangely enough, everybody seems to support you and say, I knew you could do it and I'm really pleased and happy for you. And I think they genuinely are. It's just that um, their psychological resilience wasn't at the start anywhere near what yours is and they, they will not understand you. So don't be reliant on what other people think. What really matters is what you yourself think. So there you are throwing these pebbles into the Grand Canyon. And what Eknath says to us is we've got to just keep throwing those pebbles into the Grand Canyon because that's our calling and that's our job. And ultimately, we will start to make a difference. And then what happens is maybe somebody else comes along and helps you and you start throwing some things into the Grand Canyon. And then by what you do, you may create a little avalanche and then it starts to fill up with the assistance of, of natural forces because you you create this momentum and maybe there's a team and maybe there's a bit of a groundswell and it starts to fill up and starts to fill up and starts to fill up and eventually when you just focus on the process and you focus on the practice and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and you focus on the practice and you keep doing it because you believe in it in fact it is what you have to do it was what you were born to do and then nature starts to take over and, and, and things come on your side and serendipitous events occur and Eknath talks about them as talks, discusses them and, 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 and uses the analogy of avalanches and then, it, and then a whole load of rock falls down and fills up even more and it's what you started and you created it and people think, wow, you're so lucky. Really? You're so lucky that's happened. Look at all that. That's all fell in for you and it's all filled up now. Wow, you couldn't have done that you haven't done all that, really. You know how many how many times have um have, have has that occurred where 
you just have to start the process off. It's not about doing it all yourself. I think sometimes, and this comes out in the in this analogy that we we often look at a task and we think we have to do it all ourselves. It's often about teamwork and it's often about what you do and you do your best and you go to bed at night time and you do your best and you get up again and you and you go to bed the next night and you keep doing it and you keep doing it and forces come together serendipitous events occur and things happen and people come across your path and to the outside world it just looks like fortunate events and to anybody who knows it's just the result of hard work where things come together and at the end of the day people will stand back and go wow you're so lucky and they do not and will not understand the process that you started off and you one day just threw one pebble into the Grand Canyon. And that is what the message of that story is about. Throwing that pebble into the Grand Canyon is the practice. And that sometimes is how you have to look at it with your players. You know, they, they might look at achieving something as, a, as it's such an enormous task that as their coach, as their manager, as their leader, you, you know, the students you have, the people who look up to you, the, the people who aspire to be great that you're facilitating. You're, you're the one who has to get them to focus on the practice and get them to believe. And often you have to just get them to believe first in you. Because once they believe in you, then you can get them to believe in themselves. And they'll start to believe in themselves maybe when they see a bit of success. But if you get them to believe in you and to follow the process and, and, and the practice, the rest will take care of itself. You know, it's, it's, it's not about how all the time, how, how are we going to get um, to, to such a state from this state? How are we going to get to the other end of the country from this end of the country? Well, first of all, we've got to travel a mile. Then we've got to travel another mile. Then we've got to travel another mile. You know the story. It's the old one about baby steps. Little tiny baby steps, little accumulations, one after the other, the momentum, the momentum, the momentum, and it builds up. I just love the analogy. And uh, there we are. So it's throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon. And... Half the, half the battle is being happy that you're throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon because that's what you think you were meant to do. You think, I'm on the right path. I enjoy doing this. I'm getting some success. And you get a little bit more success and you enjoy it. But actually, it's knowing that that is what you wanted to do anyway. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. And then later on in the same week, I came across something that talked about focus again 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 what is our most valuable commodity well if we say it's time because we can't get any more time we can't buy any more time we can only have the time we have and we don't know how much we've got it's out of our hands we have this amount of finite time so it's our value most valuable commodity and you ask the the great IT companies, the great tech companies who dominate our 
our world and almost our consciousness if we allow it what the most precious commodity is very well say it is people's attention and we've talked about it before and cal newport talks about it at length in his great book deep work that people's attention is the or one of the most valuable assets to companies to industries because if you get people's attention then you know there's all kinds of economic things that come from that that companies will buy and will pay for and your attention span if you give your attention span to filling up that grand canyon whatever your grand canyon is then you will start to achieve results but if you start to fill up you change your focus away from your Grand Canyon and you look at a little canyon over there and you start to fill that one up, you know, you're taking your focus away from what it is you're meant to do and what it is you want to do. So this is about focusing. There's all, all that, all this is also about the value of focus. If you have a hundred things going on and a hundred things you want to do and there's nothing wrong in having more than one thing in your life of course we've all got families if we're lucky you know we've all got loved ones we've got relationships we've got finances to look after we've got homes to deal with cars whatever it is you know health and um, all those things that Stephen Covey talks about sharpening the saw they need to be looked after otherwise they break down you know, you, you, it's no good being the greatest coach in the world, the greatest manager in the world, if your relationships are in tatters, if your car doesn't go, and if you're a, you know, you're fi a financial destitute because you haven't focused on the simple things that you need to do on an everyday basis. So we've all got things we need to focus on. But if we take that majority of our time when we can choose after we've done the fundamentals that need to be focused on, and we fill up that Grand Canyon and we keep filling it and we keep filling it and we keep filling it, we will achieve some results. So that's throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon. And at sometimes what's gonna happen is it feels boring, it feels hard. We, we reach that stage where it feels difficult, you don't feel like it, you haven't got the motivation or you're not inspired or something comes along to take your focus away, the shiny penny syndrome, whatever it is. That is where our resolve and our discipline and our focus is really tested. And it happens all the time. It happens to me all the time. And I think it happens to most people. One of the most difficult things to learn to do is to master focus. That is why the practice of meditation is such a challenge to most people. And that is why the practice of meditation is something that, that is, I believe, is a lifetime practice to get to the stage where you're better than you were the day before or the week before. And, you know, I have no idea about getting to the end, whatever the end is. I don't, I'm not sure there is an end in terms of anything. If you understand me, I'm, you know, do you ever get to the, to the, as a footballer, do you ever get to the point where you cannot get any better? I don't know. I, I can't see how you can do that. I think that often things are infinite. You can always get a little bit better. Who can say there's an absolute cut-off point to anything, even if it's the most incrementally small improvement? There can always be a little bit more. And the same thing happens with attention. And that, as I say, is where meditation comes in. And this isn't about me saying you have to meditate, 
but it's a practice that can help you focus because it teaches you to focus. It teaches you to bring your mind under control for, to start with for short periods of time. And then you learn to do it for a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer and you fall back and you, you could look at it as failure, but it's just practice. It's just practice. It's just practice. It's just practice. And one of the things that, that is necessary to achieve a level of skill at anything, at a level, to a level, get to a level of mastery at anything, is to give it time and to give it focus and to repeat and, you know, get involved and lean into something, but do it again and again and again and again. Whether you feel like it or not, because there will be times because we are emotional human beings and we have to learn to master our emotions. To some of us, it is easier than others. To others, it is more difficult. You know, we're all different. We're all unique. It depends on what your personality makeup is. Some of us are more anxious than others. Some of us are, have different facets to our personalities that we need to work on. And we all have our own journey, which leads me to the next point. Because the other phrase that, 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 that I'm going to use it to talk about it, then the other phrase that's lent heavily on me in the last few weeks is to lean into something. And, you know, I, I freely admit and totally admit that I've spent and still do spend time, if I'm especially if I'm unaware, avoiding things that are uncomfortable. And I'm not talking about going out of your way to find difficulties or to find trouble or to get into arguments. I'm not talking about that. Hear me and try and try and if you can get into the mindset of thinking, okay, you're on a project, you're you're you've got a mission, you've got things you want to achieve or things that need doing. What is it in front of you that needs to be done? in order to move on. Ryan Holiday, the great author Ryan Holiday, the young man, the young American, he talks about the obstacle is the way. The obstacle is the way. Whatever it is in front of you now, if you have a project that you're working on, is the thing that you have to master in order to move on. And you kind of, have to lean into it and accept it and value it for what it is, although it's difficult. And it will be difficult. Otherwise, it wouldn't be an obstacle. Because what's an obstacle to the person who's just starting out isn't an obstacle to the person who's been doing it for four years or the person who's trained in it or who's got a degree in it or passed through the apprenticeship or the person who's done it for six weeks compared to the person who's done it for two weeks. You understand my drift, I'm sure. But that is the thing. So be grateful for what's in front of you, no matter how challenging and how difficult. And if you sidestep it, how many times have you done this? Because I've definitely done this myself. You sidestep and go and look for another way. Anything wrong with that? No, of course, it's situation specific. But you will come across another obstacle. There's a difference between having the conscious intelligence to sidestep something and move on and go past it, which takes effort and thought and conscious control rather than 
just closing your eyes and waiting for it to go away, hoping that it will never, ever come back. In order to move on, it's not about anything really, but how big and how strong we get ourselves. You know, it's back to the old thing of don't ask for your problems to be taken away or be made smaller. Just ask for the inspiration to get bigger and better. Don't mean physically better. I mean mentally, emotionally, and, you know, from a, from a cognitive point of view to deal with the things that are in front of us. All the many challenges that come along, whether you feel like them or not. That is what we're meant to do. And they, that, as Ryan Holiday says, it's the obstacles. We move through them. Sometimes it's a baby step at a time and you go to bed at night time and they're still hanging there because they haven't quite been solved. You have to come back and go at it again. In fact, in the last few weeks, I can certainly remember how many of you can relate to this, that you've got projects going on and you think, right, this is going to take X number of days or X number of hours or X number of weeks. And you're six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 weeks into it and you haven't got to where you thought you were gonna get, or you have, and you've realized that actually that 10 weeks work, there's another 10 weeks work in it because your vision has got bigger, your inspiration has got bigger, and your thought processes have changed on the subject. You want to get it to a more polished quality, or you want to achieve more, or you wanna change it, you know? so. It's an evolution and it's great to get to a plateau where you celebrate and you think, great, you know, we've achieved this. It's, it's fantastic, it's magical, and, and that should be part of the process. But I can certainly remember, and, and hopefully you can relate to this, um, that you know, you get frustrated because you set out to do A and you don't get to A because you only get a quarter of the way there in the time that you said. I think we all have to give things more time. The human mind is great at underestimating how long things will take. The universe seems to have a way of, um, of teaching us lessons time and time and time again. And patience is one of the things that we, we, we learn through, uh, through going through the process of throwing pebbles into a grand canyon so that's this week's episode and this week's lesson on leader manager coach and if you can look at your own projects that way and you can pass on a little bit of that wisdom to your players a little bit of that wisdom to your teammates and um, actually get them to settle into a practice and to think a little bit more long term and to understand it is all part of the development process of getting the butterfly out of the chrysalis or getting the bird to hatch out of the egg and uh, everything else that goes along with nature, the, the lessons that nature teaches us. In fact, I was uh, just reading about um, the great trainers of goshawks, one of the most difficult birds to train. And um, if you think you've, uh, you've got challenges in your own profession, well, it's a great thing to read about because um, it's almost like one step forward, five steps back. You really do have to have a, a different approach when uh, 
Not that I, I you know from about it from reading a great book about it, um, but a phenomenally interesting subject with principles that spread across the universe like so many things. So um, that's leader, manager, coach. Whether we're talking about training goshawks or throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon, hopefully it will help you on your journey. So wherever you are, if you're endeavouring towards it and you're pressing on and you're throwing another pebble in, well done, congratulations, you're on your way, you are practising and, you know, keep going. There we go, it's Leader Manager Coach, download the app, have a look at what we've got and uh, fill your boots and hopefully you can... uh, both profit and enjoy all right great to chat catch you later bye-bye